What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Ace. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. I am here with Brooke Varney. Hey. And we are feeling Joe Biden. Feeling Joe Biden. <laughs> One of the best memes to come after this election. But yes, Joe Biden is officially the president now. I know. How crazy is that? That it took until yesterday to yeah, figure that like out. a whole week later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're happy. There's an Italian-American woman in the White House for the first time. Finally. Brooke is very excited for this diversity. Yeah, finally there's some, but just kidding. <laughs> it's well, good. A little backstory, just in case you missed the first episode ever of Guiltless Pleasures. Brooke Varney is a friend I met probably at this point two or three years ago, mm-hmm. who is the biggest Housewives fan I know. If I ever have any questions or any comments, I always text Brooke about whatever is happening. And speaking of that, I just finished Real Housewives of Atlanta three days ago. I had Hennessy to celebrate since Portia always has Hennessy. Mm-hmm. It was really gross. It I was about to say, how was that? like fire <laughs> in my chest, but I drank it all. And what? it's very expensive. I got a little tiny airplane shot glass of it for $5, but usually those are like 99 cents. And then the bottles are 50 and then like 90 Oh my god, I was not aware. She's always drinking the giant bottles. So she's drinking like $90 bottles when she's partying. Yeah. And she's just, As she should. I didn't realize that was whiskey either. Like, the fact that she just drinks out of, like, a barrel is disgusting. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> but side note, on our Housewives fandom over here with Brooke, Brooke and I met Erica Jane together. We've mm-hmm. seen, well, we kind of met Stassi Schroeder together. <laughs> uh, Kim Petras, which was one year ago today, I think. We saw Kim Petras a year ago from Facebook, it reminded me. Mm-hmm. So all the pop icons, pop culture icons, Brooke and I... You know, we have all our guiltless pleasures together. And it just makes sense. Yes. Know? I love it. And something that helped me when I had coronavirus was <laughs> Brooke delivered the Girls Next Door DVD set for me to enjoy I while know. in quarantine. Like, honestly, the timing is crazy because I ordered them for your birthday first. So mm-hmm. they came to my house, but then I mailed them to you. And I honestly think no offense that that's what kept you from getting like really sick was yeah watching girls next door i think it gave me hope to have a better tomorrow you know oh my god wait and it all came full circle because yesterday was the day that like we said that joe biden was announced and you know years from now everyone's gonna say where were you when you found out yes and i cannot tell you how happy i am that i I get to say that i was on my couch in my living room watching the girls next door it's so full circle like they just bring such good juju and vibes and i don't think it's a coincidence at all no i think that was meant to be (laughs) that is funny that is a full circle moment from mm-hmm. coronavirus to Joe Biden winning. Mm-hmm. They've always been there for the ups, I'll tell you that. Oh my God, that's very Well, when true. I've been down, they bring me up, and they did the same for you. Exactly. So, and it was the European vacation episode, which is a serve, so. His 70th birthday, right? 80th. 80th, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I always forget how old he is. Uh-huh. I mean, is, was. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. He's gone now. 
I know. And I... What? That just... <laughs> I just thought about that, but the, the reason I just gasped was I just remembered from the show that means that now he is buried next to Marilyn Monroe because remember oh, yeah. they reserved the spot for him which is so random to me like Marilyn Monroe has to be next to Hugh Hefner in a cemetery but that's how the plots were sold yeah yeah and <gasps> I think did he buy the ones above and below as well or was that like somebody else and then there's someone there's another famous person I think that I don't remember. I just know that Holly said in the show that she wouldn't go on the cemetery tour because part of it, when Bridget went on cemetery tour, was she said the fact that you would see Hef's like blank spot, where is like yeah. too haunting for her, so she wouldn't visit the Marilyn Monroe spot during the ghost tour because she didn't want to like see her future husband's plot. I guess. Yeah. I don't blame her at all. That would really freak me out, too. And watching it nowadays, after having read Down the Rabbit, Rabbit Hole, Hole. Oh, I have Holly notes Madison. on that, girl. Oh, my God. It is a, like, 360 experience. Or 180, 360. One of those. It's a completely different experience. Yeah, that makes sense. The way I say both of those, <laughs> maybe that's not supposed to be universal, but I use both. I think it's 180. Yeah. Because it's like one side to the other. 360 is like back to where you just were. Yeah. All wow. right. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but it's a completely different experience from watching them, you know, in sixth and seventh grade versus yes. now. What was interesting too in Down the Rabbit Hole, speaking of his death before we go into other things, yeah. I just don't forget this is that yeah. She saw and was promised that if she didn't leave him, she would get $3 million yeah. in the will if she was living in the mansion when he died. Wow. I just wanted to bring that up before we go anywhere else on that. But... Yeah, no, that is important to think about because, you know, everyone's like, oh, look at these, like, dumb gold diggers and blah, blah, blah. But it was all really real for her. Yeah, it was definitely a reason just that she felt like she had to stay. Mm-hmm. But before we go into like that, I want to start on how our experience started with the girls yeah. next door as well. <laughs> so growing up, uh, when I would babysit the kid, I babysit the mom and dad. Like the dad had like Playboy magazines, and the mom had the DVD set. And I remember like always seeing that. I wanted to watch it. Um, I knew I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up, but I would always look at those and like the magazines, think how beautiful they are. And then it wasn't till a hurricane came about four years ago. Mm-hmm. I rented down the rabbit hole for a car ride. Cause I like to read biographies on celebrities that I don't know anything about. So I read that book and like that made me want to watch the show and made me follow her and saw Holly, Holly Madison's book down the rabbit hole for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, her love for Disney and Marilyn Monroe, all these things that I love. So I fell in love with Holly Madison immediately. How did you start watching Girls Next Door? Okay, so I was in middle school, I want to say sixth or seventh grade, and I was a big fan of E! already because I, you know, had started watching, I, or maybe it was before that, I think Keeping Up with the Kardashians might have been a little bit after Girls Next Door, but... I had still been watching E! because I loved E! News. I would watch it every single night. And um, I started watching Girls Next Door, and I just thought they're so beautiful. And it's so, like, taboo that, 
you know, they live in this big mansion with this old man and I love their personalities and how yes. fun they all are and they're all so different and um I would have to watch it. I would record it on the DVR and I would get up at 7 a.m. on the weekends and come downstairs and watch them before my parents woke up because obviously like they wouldn't want me to watch that and they were pretty strict with like no MTV yep, or anything like that. Yeah, that's how I was or how I was raised at least. And I found ways to sneak it. So thank God because God, I don't know where I would be today if not, but yeah, that's how I got into it, and I still have to sneak it at home because I live at home, and when my parents leave, I put in the DVDs, and when I hear them come back, I take it out. You checked immediately. So, mm-hmm, exactly. I remember seeing them, or yes, they were in The House Bunny, which I love The House Bunny movie, yeah. but even from that, like I never understood until I watched the show that they actually dated Hugh Hefner. Like I thought that was just like a thing that was put on like in the press that he was dating all these women Mm -hmm. but that was real I was shocked yeah and I just thought they're so glamorous and they still want to like date this old man and I I don't know why but I guess I was just very naive and when one of my friends told me like yeah they all have to have sex with Hef to get into the Playboy house I was like what do you mean? He's so old. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I think the girls at a point, too, would, like, deny it. And they said they hate getting asked the question whether or not they had sex with you. But now we know from down the rabbit hole that in order to get in the mansion, you had to get into the bed first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that, and there were orgies all time in his room. Mm-hmm. And he'd make them wear, like, matching pink, pink flannel pajamas and she said that she would fake everything and there was a no kissing rule yeah i guess wasn't it the first time that she had sex with them was when um she got to like go out with them to the club yeah and they came back and i guess none of the girls who live there like ever want to have to have sex with him so they were just like holly you do it and (laughs) she just yeah, she did, did it. it. And I remember they said that they the girls that would live in the house the longest would always try to get all the new girls that were testing to get drunk as possible mm-hmm. because that would get them to sleep with half. Like, they'd be sober, like, drinking water and acting like they were drunk, and they get the new girls to get, like, plastered and be like, all right, like, yeah, we all do this. Like, go have, like, fun with half. And, like, they just watched. Yeah. Which is definitely rape. Like, they just, like, planned rape. Like, he basically had girls give drugs and alcohol to these other women. Yeah, and they were like quaaludes. Yes, quaaludes is what he actually, what he would call the thigh openers to the girls. He gave them quaaludes and say, do you want a thigh opener? Yep, and obviously I would believe her either way, but it makes it so much more believable that it was number one quaaludes because that is very like his generation, I think. And calling them thigh openers, like I can definitely picture him saying that. So it's oh But at the same time it's like not surprising because it's definitely a house of like sex. Yeah, it's just so strange how even watching it back like with 
the knowledge of what Holly said and down the rabbit hole. He is portrayed as like this sweet guy and, you know, just like this cute little old man and the puffy penguin or what yeah, was puffin. puffin. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just crazy. But one note I had um was I think honestly the creepiest moment thus far that I've seen was when they all went to Kendra's childhood home in San Diego mm-hmm. and they all sat around oh, and watched say. the childhood videos yep. of Kendra and you see him like hunched over and he tries he's pretending to like steal, steal. the home videos because he wants to take them with him what the fuck is that that Uh uh-uh because i mean i don't even have to say it but here's this old man that has had sex with this what was she 20 at the time yeah you're old and it's not like your granddaughter like it's somebody that you're having sex with from time to time why do you want her childhood videos that was the biggest red flag to me and i think back then i would have been like oh that's cute because you just don't, I don't know, I didn't think of it that way back then. It seemed more like a grandpa-granddaughter relationship, I guess. It's weird, too, how he's portrayed as such a nice person. But then, like, you really think about it. Like, you have a strict 6 p.m. curfew. They, um, like, had, like, certain allowances, which is nice. But, like, it's to be restrictive. It's not actually to make them, it's, like, to trap them. To be like, oh, I get this much money. And I have to stay for this because this is so good. Even the money they were making was actually not good. He personally would not make them like playmates. I think just to make them stay longer because he knew that if they ever got to be a playmate, that they would leave right after. Like that's he yeah. like oh they're gonna stay and leave me, so I'm gonna hold it out as long as possible. He never gave Holly, Kendra, and uh, Bridget like solos. It's like only as a group because even then I think they had hopes that one day they'd have a solo one which was their original dream and why they moved to the house and why they tried to work for Playboy he did all those things and there's a scene where he or no Holly says that he will yell at her about Kendra being late and he's like why didn't you tell Kendra to be on time and she's like no I did tell him to be on time mm-hmm. like he is just very controlling I get because like in his mind he thinks like oh I'm giving them a great life I'm doing all these things like the least they can do is listen to me, but he talks to them like they're slaves. Yeah. Like no. his favorite slaves. It's not like his favorite girls. Like he, they're like slaves to him. He has his favorite ones that like get extra attention. Like it doesn't even seem like romantic to me. No, not at all. And I don't know why I never picked up on it back then, how weird it was that these grown women would sit in front of the camera with a smile on their face and be like, Hef needs us back by 8 o'clock, otherwise we're going to get in trouble. And how they're not allowed to like spend the night anywhere overnight. It's just crazy. Also, he's crazy too how he goes to all the hottest clubs and restaurants but brings his own steaks because he won't eat the food at the restaurant. Like, Mm -hmm. why are you going to Geisha House, which is also famous on the hills, but why would they go to Geisha House, like a sushi Asian cuisine place, and he's like, I'll have my steak. And then he gets, like, mad when it's taking longer for them to cook it, but it's like, this is like a sushi restaurant. They're not used to making your, your favorite prime rib or the hell you're eating 
It's just weird and gross. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, on a positive note, what were your favorite <laughs> moments from The Girls Next Door? <laughs> Mine's definitely the Midsommar nights. Yeah, that was always so glamorous to me yeah. growing up. I always wanted to do that. You should have a lingerie or less party. Yeah, I would <laughs> love to. Yourself. I loved when they had Christmas and they yeah. had the snow slope in the backyard. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I really liked when um, Bridget's sister, Anastasia, came to stay with them. Yeah. And they gave her the makeover. And they were... That was when... They all seemed like they were good friends then because they could all bond over that and they all loved Anastasia. And then, like, in the later episodes, you can kind of see the rift between Bridget and Holly versus, versus Kendra. Kendra. for sure. Yeah. They so, say shady things, like, definitely, the like, the later seasons where it's you can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. And I think a classic moment that I remember being on, like, The Soup on E! back in the day as well was when um, Bridget rehearses her striptease coming oh out of a cake God. for yep. her mother and stepfather. And it's there's something that's, you know, nice about them being so supportive and open-minded, but also, like, stripping for your stepfather. With, like, tassels on your nipples yeah, coming out of a cake. He's just, like, clapping along, but... I still, I Good loved it him. every second of it. Yeah, they seem really cool, so I'll give them that. One of my favorite quotes from Holly Madison about Kendra is, she is the fakest person I've ever met. <laughs> That's the statement. I mean, it's she, honestly. I love watching back now because I think when I was younger I used to think that Holly was more stuck up and looking back she's so funny and sarcastic in her confessionals they're just so good like some of the things she said were cracking me up I feel like mostly like little quips about like Kendra and um I think Bridget was like, I think the only thing that Kendra and the Queen have in common is that they have corgis. That's it. But I just, I love them. I'm sorry. I hate Kendra. I hate her laugh. I think it's gross how she glorifies pimps, how she wants, like, grills. Like, everything she wants is, like, cultural appropriation. Like, that's all she would want. And the locals love Kendra. And, like, that's people's favorite most of the time. And they're like, Holly's stuck up. I'm like, Holly's fun. Like, she goes to the Renaissance Festival with Bridget. She likes haunted houses. Like, there's, like, all these different interests. And, like, Kendra's only thing is, like, living as if she's in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. No, I'm reading the... Reading Holly's book when she talks about how she only asked for, like, a modest car that she knew she could keep up with if she ever had to move out. And then Kendra gets, like this whole pimped out like Escalade and Hef I think was a lot more like lenient with her. Yeah she made them give her the biggest room and they took another girl out and so Kendrick had the biggest room of the house. Yeah I think back then Bridget was my favorite because she I was like oh she's smart because <laughs> she's in school and she just gets along with everybody. She's cute, but Holly's queen. Yes. For sure. 
Holly is definitely my favorite than Bridget. I love Bridget and I love Winnie. Rest in peace, Winnie. <laughs> yeah. And that was so recent, too, that Winnie passed away. What a great life. I was honestly surprised that Winnie was alive at this time, like in, mm-hmm. when I was currently watching it. And then Gizmo, who knows about Gizmo? Her cat. Oh. They always like make yeah. seem like super scary. <laughs> They always, it's always, like, you could tell fake, like, cat noises, like, growling. It's, like, always in the dog, you know, the cat's just sitting there. Yeah, it's so good. They make it seem so aggressive for no reason. Yeah, I love it. Also, um, I did wear my Playboy necklace today, because I I have yours on. (laughs) We love Playboy jewelry. Mm -hmm. I was just watching the episode again where, uh... Holly joins the jewelry company to mm-hmm. make designs and how she wanted to do production and all that stuff for Playboy. I love when she did her little um, jobs, I would say, right? She worked yeah. for Playboy, essentially. So she had a bunch of different jobs with editing stuff and working as like a production assistant, creating jewelry. So mm-hmm. she did a lot of different things. She wanted to show that she could hustle. Yeah. I really admired that about her. I loved... Holly's show, Holly's World. Yes. That was I, really good. Do you, if anyone can tell us where it is on streaming, I would love to know. Because I've been looking high and low and I've only found like the first episode. I would definitely hate to have that one still. Absolutely. And I'm glad to know that Holly and Bridget are still friends. And mm-hmm. that Bridget has her own podcast called Ghost Magnet. Which she does ghost stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love that her and Holly went to Walt's old haunted houses mm-hmm. and did an episode. I love that for them. Like, they're so cute. I'm so glad they're friends. Like, they really seem like they were genuinely each other's friend. Yeah. I love that they can bond over things like that. And now, like, Holly's new boyfriend owns the haunted museum in Vegas. And it's such a good match. Like, they all turned out so great. But... Holly needs to be back on TV because I miss her I dearly. Mm-hmm. I feel like didn't Kendra have her own show like walk like the name of her book like Kendra walking into home or something. Um, I believe her show was called. First, it was on E, and then um, it was canceled, and then it was picked up by like We TV or something like that. I want to say Kendra on top. Oh, and that sounds was, right. Yeah, it was when, it was, like, right after she married Hank and had her baby, and she got married at the Playboy Mansion, even though... And half walked down the aisle. Yeah. Like, again, with the weird, like, grandfather-granddaughter relationship, but they also have sex, so... Yeah. That is really odd. (laughs) Also, I thought it was weird that they would openly show her underage drinking at the events and stuff, but I guess it was another time. They just I mean, the Hills did that too on MTV, so... That's true, but yeah. Good for them. Yeah, (laughs) good for them. (laughs) Well, I I guess now it's time to go into our pop culture recap of this week. Originally, I was telling Brooke, I don't think anything happened because the election was so big this week that everything was kind of as it should be, like not as important because obviously the presidency is a lot more important than Hollywood gossip. Mm-hmm. But there was still lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. One thing that we said that 
was definitely not looked at as much was the fact that Erica Jane from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is filing, or she filed for a divorce for Girardi. Mm-hmm. I forgot his first name. All Tom sudden. Girardi. Thank you. Tom <laughs> Girardi is like for Girardi. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of an era, or is it? Because I've been, you know, looking at comments and such on like Bravo accounts and everyone thinks that this is just on paper so that Erica's assets will be protected because Tom is involved in multiple lawsuits. Oh, so it's to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. I think specifically Erica and her um, own money because um, I guess if they're married, then anything is fair game. And yeah, they that have makes sense. Joint account. Or I thought whatever. she was leaving him because of the lawsuits, but that makes sense though, because then she would get to keep her assets because it'd be divided as hers before they could take it away. Yeah, that's wow. what I thought that at first too. That she was leaving him. Like I have embarrassment of the lawsuits. Yeah, but. I think it makes more sense that it's just a thing on paper because she said, I think like multiple times, like, listen, I don't have a prenup, but if I get divorced, my husband is one of the most powerful attorneys and I'm not going to get shit essentially like from him. So I think it makes sense personally. Yeah, I would do it keep my money and genius to announce on election day because it was swept under the rug pretty much yeah i think it's also good because it'll at least give her a storyline this year because everyone says that she brings nothing to the show yeah and she didn't yeah i mean i can kind of agree with that that last season she didn't have much of a storyline except getting ready to perform in chicago but yeah I'm She's ex- still one of my favorites, though. Yeah, like, thank God they didn't listen to the fans and they kept her. I swear to God, some of these Housewives fans, I'm doing air quotes because if you were real fans of reality TV, you would not say, oh, kick off all these people That's who make the fights. show interesting, but keep Denise and Garcelle because they like each other and they're nice. Fuck you, Denise Apologist. I can't. Honestly. No, I hate them too. Like, I don't understand why they care so much. They don't do anything. They literally like, we want to watch a show where everyone gets along and then what, what are you going to watch? Them just like, I don't get it. Crickets. It, it makes me really mad, but. We'll, we'll go into another divorce topic. <laughs> Chriselle from Dancing with the Stars, partner. Gleb got a divorce with his longtime like wife, right? How long was that? How long were they together? A couple it was like ten I wanna say fourteen, I think I saw. Something crazy given how young he looks, so I thought mm-hmm. he was single. Like I didn't realize he was married the whole time I watched the show. I thought like I did think that him and Chriselle were going to be a thing. Like I had no idea that he was wearing a ring. Me neither. I didn't think so either, and then I looked up his Instagram to see if they, like, hung out outside the show, and there's, like, this other woman and kids, and I was like, what the... So... So, the rumor is that he's getting divorced to be with Chriselle, but Chriselle put that to rest by saying, I am so saddened about the news of Gleb and Elena's split. 
It is unfortunate that this has caused rumors to swirl about my personal life. Mm -hmm. Having gone through a public split myself, I would not wish this on anyone. As you can imagine, the countless hours of training and dance rehearsals has created a strong, supportive friendship, but nothing more. I wish nothing but the best for Gleb and Elena during this unfortunate time. What do you Mm. think, Brooke? Okay, so... First of all, I think it's interesting that I think this was probably a relatively long time coming, but they waited until Chriselle was eliminated from the show to announce so it wouldn't like detract or distract from the votes, you know, probably. Yeah, and um, you know, the performances themselves. And um, I don't know. It just, there's something. Well, to me, now that there's a public statement she made, she can't go back. Like, she can't date him now because she said that. Yeah. Like, that'd be a huge thing to try to explain or backtrack from. Yeah. And I think on, I remember seeing screenshots from, I think, the past weeks that Dancing with the Stars has been on, and people were making comments on his page about, like, oh, you have such great chemistry with Chriselle. Like, it's just a testament to how, like, secure you must be in your marriage and, you know, how, I guess, you can, like, separate the two. And one of them commented was like, exactly. So it's weird that... Or, yeah, it was a testament to, like, how solid the marriage was. And he agreed with them. But I, it appears that... Pretty much this whole time, they've been planning on divorcing, so... That's so odd. Yeah. I just also was shocked that she got eliminated this week. When I saw that Sky and Chriselle were in the bottom two, I was pissed. Like, those are my favorites, plus Neve, And I was shocked. Like, I voted for Nelly out of pity, but Nelly <laughs> should have been eliminated. I felt bad because it was his birthday, and it was devoted to his sister who had passed away. Yeah. So I felt, like, double sad that it was his worst night. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was the first one safe upset me. I was like, I shouldn't have gave him the extra votes because, like, Chriselle and Scott, neither of them deserved to go home. They both had great performances, great scores. Nelly, who had the lowest score, was the first one safe. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and no one turns on Dancing with the Stars and sees, like, up next, Nelly, and thinks, like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm so excited to see what it is. No, we want to see... The girls, no offense, and the gays want to see Neve. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that when he was finally well. shirtless last, the Halloween episode, that was a classic. Mm-hmm. This week is gonna be Icons Week, so I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm so, oh, I'm sad that Chriselle doesn't get to do that because hers would have been a serve. I feel like she would have been like Marilyn Monroe or something like that. I bet she would be. But speaking of icons, Britney Spears made an announcement this week on her Instagram video <laughs> that she is alive and well and she's safe <laughs> and that the rumors, um, she's heard them, but she is fine. What is your opinion on all of that? Because I go back and forth, I think. I think there's definitely something really going on, and I don't necessarily know if the person, like, I think her dad has done a lot of bad things, but I don't know necessarily if the people on her team, like the that woman who's like a producer or something, I don't think she, Lou? yeah, I don't know if she has as much of a part in it as people think she does. Like, that's mm-hmm. where I go back and forth on. I definitely think that her dad 
is evil and is bad. I mean, he broke a door down to beat her children. So, like, he had to get a restraining mm-hmm. order against the kids. So, obviously, that is real. Like, so I think there's definitely abuse in that. I do think that she was probably uh, forced to go to a mental health facility when she didn't need to go. And I think she was forced on drugs. And I think as well that she wasn't allowed to like speak her mind because if she did her kids would be taken away from her by her dad at the time and that the only reason that k-fed and her changed the arrangement of the kids being like 50 50 to 80 20 is mm-hmm. that way she had the 20 percent of the time with the kids um for 20 percent of the time if her dad wasn't present and that wouldn't have happened and unless she had a restraining order against her dad and the kids Mm-hmm. So I think her and Kaif had actually worked together to get her to have custody of her kids without her dad being there. And it was all set up the best way she could to protect herself. Mm-hmm. So those are things I think that are real. There's a lot of things that are, I don't know about, but those things I think are real for sure. I was thinking that Jamie Lynn Spears, I don't fully trust her, like her sister, because Jamie Lynn is the same name as her dad. I mean, Jamie Lynn Spears, the sister. I was thinking there's something weird about her. It's just something's off. I don't understand because even when Brittany was in the mental hospital and stuff, Jamie Lynn Spears was celebrating Father's Day with her dad, Jamie Lynn and stuff. So it's it's always been confusing to me what is actually happening between her and her sister. But yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, I don't agree with a lot of the things people think are evidence that Brittany is trapped like reading into like her Instagram videos and saying like um I think one time she did she answered like two questions and they were like what time do you go to bed and like who's your favorite Disney character and she said I go to bed oh at like God. 12 or 1 or something like that and my favorite character is Elsa. Elsa. So they pulled up Frozen, some random like freak and <laughs> went between I guess like the, the time 12 frame. minute mark and like yeah. yeah and it was some scene of Elsa saying like I don't know she's trapped She's trapped or in jail or something, yeah. And I was like, come on. Like, I honestly feel bad for her because even if there are bad things going on with her dad, which I'm sure there are, like, she probably just wants to use those kinds of things, like social media as an escape and just have fun and, like, let her just be cute and, like, quirky and have fun. Not being like, she's wearing yellow. It means she's, like, she's trapped in her house. Oh, my God. The comments that will say, Brittany, if you're in trouble, wear red in your next video. What the fuck is wrong with you? First (laughs) of all, do you think that even if she's being, like, watched by people, they would let her, like, wear red in the next video and... It's just like, and what are you going to do? Like, what is the general population going to do? Even yeah. if she was like, guys, help me. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> just show up to her house. Like... Yeah. And um, I agree with you about Jamie Lynn as well, because I think it's really weird that it's announced that she, what was it? That she was going to be a conservator. The, yeah. And then she starts 
bringing up all this like nostalgia about Zoe 101 and like re-releasing the theme song, right? Like right around that time when she has not been in the spotlight at all whatsoever. She's not even in the spotlight anymore. She's like... <laughs> she The biggest she, thing she does is she hosts the NASCAR thing in Daytona every year. Wow. She's like the like reoccurring host like you know Kristen Cavallari and like Juliana Rancic are like always the people on the red carpet yeah Jamie Lynn's always the Daytona NASCAR host yeah beautiful town wonderful town (laughs) (laughs) but anyways yeah and just in general these nobodies who like write off of nostalgia make it stop but anyways yeah I agree with everything you said hundred percent well, a good nostalgia would be Stevie Nicks and Miley Cyrus's remix of Midnight Sky. Mm-hmm. That was a serve. That was a classic. The best single released this year, in my opinion. Yep. Personally. Another throwback that came back this year was Kathy Griffin's picture of Trump's severed head. Oh my god, I didn't know the that. The way that <laughs> ruined her career, and then she can post it again, and people are okay with it now. I, oh god, her absolute mind. She's ahead of her time, she honestly. She was ahead, literally <laughs> ahead <laughs> of her time. Yeah, she is. Oh, <laughs> wow. And a good throwback to Kelly Benzeman from Real Houses oh, yeah. of New York, talking about a throwback. Well, everyone, she's starting an OnlyFans, so get ready to subscribe. Girl, she I, is to me like the craziest housewife. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, the only way I would subscribe to that OnlyFans if she, if what if it was just like lost footage of or the secrets <laughs> of filming. Yeah, that I would listen to. Or like lost footage of Scary Island. Oh my god, that I would love that. Uh huh. The only thing else I have to bring up is. Another, you know, throwback is back to the mm-hmm. Kardashians. Lamar Odom ended his engagement. Oh, I saw that. And speaking of, you know, the Kardashian clan is Jonathan, the food god, is now going to focus with his free time of not filming Kim of the Kardashians to film his own reality show. Cricket. He had a whole Crickets. article about, like, how, like, much time, like, production. is like, uh, obviously, I'll finish filming the season. And when we do, I will... Girl, I don't watch the show for you. That didn't he legally change his name as well to Food God? Yeah, I I don't like to think about it. I hate him so much. If I could punch anyone in the world, he would be in like the top three, I think. And he's just like a shitty person. He was definitely a leak for sure about the family. I have no doubt about that. And. There's nothing interesting about him, nothing um, that I would want to watch. His fourth storyline to prove to us that he's straight every episode. Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Do you remember when he was on Millionaire Matchmaker? And. Oh, yes. He ended up picking, like, I knew he ended up picking, I would say, stereotypical, like, blonde with like tons of makeup huge boobs i'm not like shaming that look at all whatsoever but i knew he would go for like the extreme because it might like make him look more straight that, in a way I think he just picks like what he glorifies yeah which is what most gay men do i'm not trying to out him but i'm just saying like that's what i would like if you look at what gay men 
love they love someone's like sexually free and they love like they love like the big boobs and the blonde hair and the makeup because like we idolize that it's like things that we like have like oppressed in ourselves that like we love on like other women yeah He's a Kim Petra stan. I think he just wanted someone to look like her, honestly. Honestly. And I don't blame him. I really don't. My last pop culture recap is Alex Trebek mm-hmm. just passed away. Like we, This was announced about an hour ago before filming this podcast or recording this podcast from Jeopardy. So I saw that. That's sad. I know. I knew that he was terminally ill, but... I think he was on TV relatively recently, and he looked like he was doing well. Yeah, I watched Jeopardy last week with Taylor and Emily, and they were like, how old is he? Like, Google that and everything, and it was just so odd that he died this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, hmm. Like, I've never, I don't ever watch Jeopardy. I watched it for the first time, probably, I don't even know. But they love watching Jeopardy, so I just was happened to be there, and we watched an episode. But, just odd. That, that happened. I know. Weird coincidences like that happen really often to me, yeah. I feel. Well, now it's time mm-hmm. for our rapid fire question. Okay. So we're going to ask Jiller some questions. Do you want me to start? Sure. All right. Winnie or Tinkerbell? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Honestly... My first thought is Winnie. I, I think know. Winnie is the cutest dog I've ever seen. And Tinkerbell, honestly, is the blueprint and very iconic. But if I'm thinking which one would I rather own? I know. Winnie. I'd rather own Winnie, too. Okay, I'm glad you okay, feel that yes. way. Fuck her <laughs> That was good. But yeah, I felt bad for not saying Tinkerbell, but Winnie's a serve. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Do you want to go back and forth? Yes, you go next. Okay. What do you think is the best single released by a Real Housewife? Oh, um, don't be sorry for the party. Yes, I think that's for what sure. I, was like too. I yeah. listened to that. Like, I don't. I know the words to Luann's songs, but I don't have them on my phone. I have "Don't Be Sorry for the Party." It's the only housewife song that I have saved on my phone. Yeah, and I love it. I know every word to it. It's so fun. Yeah, Luann's, I would say, discography, if you will, is more iconic, but Tardy for the Party is the best song, hands down. Yes. On Kim Zolciak's Instagram years ago, she reposted a video of someone dancing to it at their wedding, and that will be my wedding. And yours. I love that. Yeah. That's a good idea. If I have a wedding, I will be playing Don't Be Tardy for the Party. Yeah. Okay, this is a question I've asked previously in a different podcast, but I'm interested to hear your answer on this. Okay. If you had to choose, and it could like be based off of only the movies, who do you prefer, Hilary Duff or Lindsay Lohan? Not music, but movies. I have to say Hilary Duff. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay Lohan's more iconic and she has, well, I she would has say like girls. equally. So I would say Lindsay Lohan has heavy hitters. I'll say that. Like blockbuster heavy hitters, but I would rather watch, genuinely, I would rather watch the Lizzie McGuire movie, Raise Your Voice. I'd rather watch Material um, Girls. Material Girls. I loved Material Girls and not ironically. I love their version of Material Girls by Madonna. I love that yes, cover. Yes, it's so good. It's good, yeah. I'd rather watch, oh my gosh, it was just on the tip of my tongue. But I can just think of so Cinderella many. Cinderella Story, Beauty and the Briefcase. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was from when, like, um, she was younger, I think. Casper meets Wendy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, like, Lindsay Lohan has great movies, but I like all of Hilary Duff's better, personally. Yeah. Would you say Lindsay Lohan? I, I just love Mean Girls so much, but I love a Cinderella story. Like, those are mm-hmm. both, like, two, like, some of my favorite movies. So that's a really hard question for me. Like, if it was, like, all together, if you were, like, everything, I would say Hilary Duff, because I love Hilary Duff's music. I do love Lindsay Lohan's music, though, as well. Yeah. It's a serve, but... Hilary Duff, I've saw her in concert three times. Like, I'd probably use Hilary Duff every time in any category because overall, like, she's more of an important person to me than Lindsay Lohan. Me too. So, <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> um, my next question is, who is a celebrity that you are not attracted to but it seems like everybody else is? Oh, Okay, originally I was gonna say Anthony, but then like it turned on me. Like I ended up liking Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm trying to think who else. <laughs> Jonathan from Keeping the Kardashians. No, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of. Well, I could tell you who mine. Yeah, are tell in me the who meantime, you are. And yours, maybe it'll tell me who yours you. are. Well, this one isn't gonna come as a surprise, but Pete Davidson. And Channing oh. Tatum are like the two biggest ones for me. I Channing, that's a great one. Channing Tatum is not attractive at all. He's a thumb. Yep. He looks like the thumb thumb from Thank Spy Kids. Thank you. If I saw that man walking down the street, I would I'd, not look twice. I would run away. I would <laughs> run away. You know, Josh oh Gad, everyone thinks he's so hot. <laughs> like. Wait, I think my favorite thing about Bobby, everyone, is how much he hates Josh Gad and Olaf. It's so good. I really, really do hate him. But, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Pete Davidson and Channing Tatum, for me. Okay, but Pete Davidson can be kind of cute. Not really, but he can be. Um, The way I still can't think of one... The Channing Tatum, that's, like, the ultimate answer, I think, right there. Yeah. Well, I feel like maybe for you, what do you think about Harry Styles? Because everyone, like, loves him, but I feel like you don't want to, like, jump his bones or anything. No, not at all. Okay. I think if I saw him, like, I'd be like, oh, he's cute, like, in the club, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I I wouldn't, like, fawn after him. But I think he, Mm -hmm. I think, uh... I don't think it's ugly by any means, but I say I would think the things that he says are actually more attractive than his looks. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And I love his music, actually. Because mm-hmm. I only support two male artists, which I'm going to redact <laughs> one eventually, which is Shawn Mendes, but I only <laughs> own uh, music from Shawn Mendes and Harry Styles. Um, they're the only male artists on my phone. So. Wow. Oh, maybe, um, what's his name? John Legend. Is that Christy Teigen's? Yeah. Has- I don't get that. Like, people That's are obsessed. Good. Also, Sam Smith oh, and yeah. Troy Savon. Troy Savon, I don't understand that. And people try to compliment me and be like, you look like a Troy Savon. Like, when I wear my mask, they're like, um, I don't know if you get this often, but I think it's the mask. And you look like Troy Savon with your mask on. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't think you look anything like Troy Sivan, but I will say I personally think Troy Sivan is really beautiful. I think he has very like fairy-esque features I think he's and cute, doe eyes. But people are like, but you don't look him. like him. Like you... Twitter culture, they love him. They're like, oh like 
like, um, are you at Chris Like, because it's Chris Like makes like horny tweets. I guess a lot. I don't follow him. They're like, are you feeling horny today? Like hitting on him? I'm like, girl, he looks like he's twelve. Yeah, I don't understand. Like he's that. cute. Like he's pretty, but yeah, people are like, oh, like Troy Sivan. That's what I don't get. I've never been like, oh yeah, like I want to go out with him. Yeah, that sounds a little predatory. Like when I think about it with him. Also, yeah. that guy from Thirteen Reasons Why who has, like, the ugly buzz cuts. He plays the main character. I don't know what his name is, but on Twitter, people love oh, him. Oh, is he the one that has the band? Yeah. Okay, because he was in... Sorry, this is, like, off track, but there was, like, a TikTok with um, saying that, alleging that he is way hotter than Harry Styles, and I was like, who the fuck is that? He's not... Yeah. He, he's fine, but, yeah. I don't, like, I think he's sometimes so ugly that he's hot. Like, when he was <laughs> had, like, a really bad haircut and pink hair, I was like, hmm, maybe. But mm-hmm. I think it's because he's so ugly he's hot. That makes sense. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to sign off. Well, thanks so much, Brooke, for joining us. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to her podcast with our other friend, Katie Rodnight, called Not To Be A Bitch But, which you can stream on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, thank you so much for having me again. It's such an honor, as always. Well, everyone, (laughs) stay guiltless.